Hey guys, welcome to episode number 16 of the Mimi B Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and you're listening to the Mimi B Magazine podcast, a lifestyle podcast all on health, relationships, sex, career, and self-development. This podcast is designed to entertain, inspire, and to motivate you to become the best version of yourself possible. Thank you so much for tuning in. So this is part two of my conversation with Ella. If you haven't listened to the first part yet, I'd highly recommend going and listening before jumping on this one. It'll just make more sense for you, and it's kind of cut in the middle of a conversation. So I hope you enjoy, and I will speak to you guys soon. I had a heated discussion with Ben, and we were up for dinner the other night with our two friends, and the both the boyfriends were like, it's fine to wink. We still love you. And like both me and my friend, we were like, guys, it's gross. Like, don't do it every fucking day. Like you have a long-term relationship right here. You know what I mean? I know. I mean, like if, yeah, if you're like living together, then obviously there's not really. Yeah. Are you, yeah. Guys, are you and Ben living together? No, not yet. Not yet. I didn't think about it recently. You have? Yeah. I haven't really verbalized How this yet. How long have you been together? A year. Well, maybe you could verbalize it <laughs> Yeah, I'm Ben, if you're listening, hey. Um, I've been thinking about it. Like, we always... Because Ben and I, we have such an incredible relationship. Like, I am in awe. Like, I've yeah. heard of relationships for so long before being in one, and I thought things happened a bit differently. But with Ben, it's like, yeah, I think I can see myself with you oh. for the rest of my life. He, he, he feels the exact same, and we're just like... That's the at nicest points. thing. It's so great. We're at points in our lives where it's like he's 27. He's been through other girlfriends. He's done all the oh. stupid boy shit. And he's that's out of his system. He is like committed to me. And I'm at the point now too where I'm like I'm really committed to you as well. So it's inevitable that I we'll be together like for that. a while. <laughs> hey, you will. You will find him. Yeah. It's inevitable that we'll be together for a while. I just like, I don't know if I want to pressure. Like I have two sides to me right now. It's like... My, my lease is up in February. Yeah. Could do then, you know? But then I'm just like... Have you had the conversation? Yeah, we've kind of spoken about it. So it's not like this is the first. But the other thing is like, Mimi, you know you're going to be with him for so long. Mm-hmm. Why, Why rush, rush it? it? I know. Why, Why rush, rush it? it? There's no point. If you're, so, if you're so confident in your relationship and you just know, you just know that you'll, you know, you'll know, you know what... You know when you know. When you know, you know. <laughs> when you know, you know. When you know, you know. So there's no point. Or in you rushing. know when you know. I yeah. I um have never been one for rushing things ever. Have you ever lived with a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Um, I have kind of. It's not ever been like an official. Oh my god, like we're moving in together kind of thing. It's just kind of like. I practically live at yours kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, it's never been, like, an official thing. Um, but I've been in now three relationships, two two of which um, were, like, a long time, like, a long, long time, like, two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. So, That's crazy. Yeah. And did the other, like, how do you react if the other person is like, oh, let's move in. And you're like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I don't know. Like, I've always wanted, I've always wanted that. But, um, it just has to be the right person. It does. I, like, I love my space. I love being alone. Um, so I think having, 
being able to live with someone would be amazing, but it really has to be the right person, but you know. Do you think moving in could like potentially put the relationship at a risk? Um, if it's the wrong person, like, I feel like a lot of people have relationships where they're like, right, the next thing, right, we're moving in just because that's what they think they're supposed to do. And then they're like, fuck, we're stuck in this house together. We're like killing each other kind of thing. You don't have anywhere to escape, I guess. Yeah. So it has to be, you have to be super careful. Like, I know a lot of friends that are living with boyfriends that are not happy um, because they have nowhere to go away from their boyfriends. Yeah. So you need to learn to, yeah, I don't really know what I'm saying with this. <laughs> I think My brain's not there today. It's fine. I'm just getting over a flu, so... Yeah, you have, like, a kidney infection yeah. and the flu. Like, I don't even have... Like, how yeah. are you even doing this right now? I don't know. You seem fine. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. But, yeah, I think with um the living situation, I, I don't know. I'm at the point now where I'm just like, who knows? I'm just going to kind of take it as it comes, see how... Mm-hmm. Where my headspace is closer to the time. And but the fact of the matter is, like, Ben and I see each other, like, every freaking night. Yeah. And then if we don't see each other for a day or two, we're both like, oh, my God, I miss you, I miss you, I miss oh, you. And it's like... That's so nice. It's at the point where, like, on a Sunday night, usually he'll go home because he has to get his work stuff ready for the next day. But the past few Sundays... Because we usually spend, like, all Friday, Saturday, Sunday together. And the last few Sunday nights at, like, 8 p.m. Because he lives, like, 45 minutes away from me on the tube. Right. So it's, like, kind of far. He lives in South London. Right. I'm in Notting Hill. So um, the past few Sundays, he has left at, like, 8 p.m. to go get his work stuff and come back to mine. So he'll travel for an hour and a half to get his work stuff, come back to mine and sleep over and then leave in the morning. I get literally, like, that's how much we need to be around each other. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We shall see. What do you think about? I don't. I don't. Maybe you should say this, but what, what do you think about long distance relationships? Okay. <laughs> what do you think about long distance relationships? Oh my god. Um, <laughs> um, I've been in a long distance relationship before, and that was actually um, a great relationship. Um, I think. Because I love my space so much, I really value just like have, being able to see them when you can see them, mm-hmm. but then enjoying your space and you know doing your own thing in your own time. Um, but long distance relationships, I think, can either be amazing or horrendous, <laughs> depending on the person. Yeah, I feel I, like I'd go crazy. Do you? I need physical touch. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my love languages. Yeah, see, I'm a bit like that. I am quite like that. But, um, but okay, I think with long-distance relationships, my theory is that if there's an end goal, like if you know that you're moving back to the same city mm. in like five months and like yeah. you have something to look forward to, then I think it's fine. But if you're just like, we're both in different countries, we don't know when we're both going to see or live in the same city again, yeah. then I feel like then that's a bit disastrous. But my cousin Charlotte has been dating her boyfriend, Alexi, literally for, like, three years. Yeah. And for two of those years, she's been in Canada. Really? Yeah. And But wow. she always knew that she was going to come back to London. So they are, like, killing it, and they're so yeah. strong. So I think, A, it depends on the person, for yeah. sure, like you said. 
but B, it depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Totally agree. Um, But yeah, I think like dating is such a cool topic. I think it's so interesting to talk about because so many people have so many different views on it. Like it really just depends the person. Some Mm -hmm. people will say, you know, something completely different. So Mm -hmm. it's like, do you believe in having a soulmate or a few soulmates? Like, what do you think about soulmates? Thing is, I believe you have a, I, I realized recently, I don't think a soulmate is just like in a romantic sense. I think a soulmate can be anyone, like your best friend, like a family member or anyone. It can be anyone you share like that genuine, amazing, incredible connection with. It doesn't have to be like a romantic thing, I don't think. Like, I'm pretty sure my best friend Mia is my soulmate. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure my best friends Stella and Tay are my soulmates. I'm so. pretty sure. Even though we practically kill each other half the time. Um, <laughs> That's passion. You need passion, baby. <laughs> yeah, no. But I, it's definitely not a romantic thing. So, but do you think, like, romantically for, like, a partner, do you think there are soulmates out there yeah. for you or like you're only destined for one or like three. I've heard that you I think only have three soulmates out there. I think there's a different person for every period in your life. Mm. Um, everyone you meet, you meet for a reason and that person is there to teach you a lesson or it's either a blessing or a lesson. Like you just... Yeah, you're right. You know, right? my life coach actually told me that... It's all about timing. All about timing. It doesn't matter if it's the right person or the wrong person. If it's the wrong person but the right time, you'll probably end up dating them. If it's the right person and the wrong time, you probably won't. And it's mm. like the biggest tragedy. But if it's the right person and the right time. Right person at the wrong time, I can imagine being awful. Really? I can imagine it just like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be very depressing. I feel like in certain points of my life, I've thought that happened to me. Yeah, like, I've definitely been in love before. And I thought that that person was, you know, the one. Um, but if it's not right, then it's not right. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that's the thing. I thought before I met Ben, there were a few guys, like two. Yeah guys that I was like almost in relationships with because it was so amazing and intense like yeah you know but it just didn't work out for some reason oh, I hate that almost that almost and then it just fades before it becomes anything oh, I hate that that's almost worse because it's like you it's like the what, what if. if the what if but to be honest with you looking back now I'm so eternally grateful that that happened mm-hmm. because looking at those personality types of those two guys yeah compared to Ben, oh God. Yeah. Like, Ben is like literally perfect for me personality wise. And everybody else before him, like I just was honestly slightly settling Mm -hmm. because I felt kind of lonely and I felt there was something wrong with me because I was 21 years old and I'd never had a proper boyfriend before. I had like high school things that like we kind of said we were boyfriend girlfriend. Like my heart wasn't in it. Yeah. I don't count those. Yeah. So... I had nothing really intense and I was such a romantic person from such a young age. Like yeah. I loved love. Yeah, me too. Exactly. It's like my favorite thing. I love love. You love love. I love love. So it's like I thought there was something wrong with me because I couldn't find somebody and I thought I was too much. I thought my personality was too 
out there. I thought I had to be a certain no. way. I thought when I'm skinny, I'll find him. Like no. I had all of these thoughts. And then I met Ben and he loved me for me back then. And I've improved myself so much since. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you a story. And this is when I realized that Ben is the one for me. Oh. So I was, uh, this has actually happened a few months ago. And we've been dating for a year. So I do my morning routine every morning. Okay. I do this whole little thing and it's kind of lame Mm -hmm. to some people, but to me, I love it. So I wake up and I do this like writing. I do some journaling. I wake up early, do some reading. And then I do this mini meditation where I visualize in front of me my superwoman self. That's Mm -hmm. what I call her. She's me, but she's just like the perfect version of myself that I constantly am trying to work towards. Mm -hmm. You know, she's humble and caring and driven and strong and healthy and very just everything I really love being. And I see her and I, we speak sometimes in my mind and like, we just like, I do this meditation where I'm like, okay, what would she do today as me? How do I be her more often? Like all this stuff, whatever. And then one morning I told Ben about this meditation that I do. And I was like, he was like, what do you even do when you meditate? And I explained it to him before I started doing it. And he was like, okay, interesting. And then I meditate. And then while I'm meditating, he's like, I have a little whiteboard in my room and he like draws out me sitting cross-legged being a superwoman and like meditating <laughs> and he has a little superwoman he wrote or drew a little superwoman side on, sign on my chest and it was really cute it was like a cute little boy drawing on my whiteboard Aww. with like a green aura around it and I like finished meditating and I was like oh I love that he was like yeah and I also realized like while you're meditating he's like you said that it's the it's the version of yourself that you want to be that really successful version of yourself that you want to be and it's, it's like you said that like you're not good enough now. And it's like I love oh. you for the way you are now. And he's like please don't ever really change that much. Because it's like I love you for your you know not perfect self. And I also oh love you God. when you are superwoman as well. So it's like. I think that's what every girl wants to hear. I know. Ever. It was like so insightful. And I was like wait you love me for both of my versions of me? Like you love me for when I'm really good. And you love me also when I'm not. If he loves you like, like how you are now. Imagine how much he could love you like. Not that he'd love you, like, any more. No, like, I know, I know, yeah. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. So that's, and I wrote it, I have this little cute journal, like, near my bed where I write little that's moments. When you know, that's when you know shit's real. I know. I write little moments of, like, that I don't want to forget, and a lot of it's oh. about Ben, and I wrote that down, and I was like, yeah, I can't ever get rid of this guy. <laughs> oh. So it was really sweet. That's the nicest thing. What's like, do you have any romantic stories oh that have God. happened with your exes? Um, like any passionate, like, pick you up at the airport without you knowing and like... Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> what is it? Which is like, you know how like every girl always dreams of like, you know, a guy like coming to surprise her and like turning up at her front door kind of thing. Yeah. Every so, girl has that. <laughs> yeah. So um, I remember this one time I had no money because I wasn't really working and I had no food in the fridge, and like, and um, um, he came. He, I didn't know this at the time, but he was in town, um, and he like kept it as a surprise because he was going to surprise me anyway. So I'd call him like crying, like I'm really hungry and I have no money. Like, what do I do? And like, ten minutes, he was like, okay, don't worry, I'm ordering food. He ordered me food, in quotations, ordered me food. Half an hour later, there's a there's a knock at the door. He's at the door <gasps> <laughs> like, with food. 
Oh my god, which one were you more happy to see, the food or him? I don't know. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was like, wow. Um, that was like a pretty cool thing. That is so freaking sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah. That is so sweet. You thought it was the delivery man. <laughs> I thought it was the food alone, but it was him. <laughs> wow, that is so sweet. I love when men surprise us. I, oh my God, it's my favorite thing. My favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Surprises. It makes you feel so loved and important. Doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. And memories like that, like, yeah, like the relationship ended, but like all those little moments, you just never really forget. And like, I just... All the good things are such... It's just lovely to remember those good things, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And experiencing feeling those things. And experience, things. yeah. Those feelings are just like... the Like, that feeling of just being, like, obsessed with someone is the best thing ever. And having them obsessed with you back is oh, even better. Even better. The worst in, in the world is when you're obsessed with them and they don't have any I know. time for you. Oh, I know. It's the worst. <laughs> Have you even been rejected? Like, how can someone reject you? <laughs> um, I don't... Like, I don't really tend to put myself out there for people that I don't feel like aren't really on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, when you... You know when you just get a vibe? Um, I'm kind of... thing is, I'm quite shut off. Like, I'm quite shut off. I don't tell people how I feel unless... Like... I get the same vibe back or the same amount of energy back. But when I put myself out there, I put myself out there and there's no going back. <laughs> so like, yeah. You wear your heart on your sleeve, I do. girl. I wear my heart on my sleeve. It's quite bad. No, it's not bad. Don't say it's bad. It's good. I love showing emotion. I love being a sensitive person. Yeah. It does mean you get hurt though. It does. Yeah, but fuck it. We're humans. Yeah. We're supposed to feel things. At the end of the day, what's the point of life if you're not feeling things? I'd rather yeah. have intense passion and then get intensely hurt mm-hmm. than just be living this mundane, bluff life. Yeah, totally. I, I, guess I guess that's true. But it, yeah. It's tough <laughs> though. It is. You're right. It's tough. It is tough. It is very hard sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so sweet. When was your first kiss? Oh like, my God, my first kiss. My first kiss, I remember it. <laughs> it was my first ever boyfriend. Um, it was behind a tree at school. <laughs> no way. How old were you? I was about 13. Yeah, 13. Um, I was at boarding school and it was like my first boyfriend. And I I was like totally obsessed. Um, behind a tree and like, I was really worried at that. I was really worried because like, I didn't understand that he had braces and I thought that it was like gonna mess it up and I was like oh my god it's gonna be like a really bad kiss because he's got braces and it's just gonna <laughs> you know what I mean yeah um yeah I don't know but it was really sweet it was good it was cute yeah it was a good first kiss no braces it, no, cutting was... your lip open <laughs> no but it was really cute and I remember like you know that like fireworks feeling oh yeah oh yeah it was like that oh yeah <laughs> yeah I'm glad it was like with someone I was with it wasn't just like a random person yeah um like at a party or anything it was like, oh totally yeah me too mm. I think I was 13 as well it was at the back of the movie theater we were on like a triple date 
my mom dropped me off at the movie theater <laughs> and you know what I did? I knew that I was going to kiss him because he was like my new boyfriend. Yeah. And I like, and like going to the movie theater meant like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're doing gonna, it. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember going to the bathroom before going into the movie and I had like a dollar coin and I put it into that little like machine and that sells like tampons, like yeah. toothbrushes, mints. I bought like a mini finger toothbrush. The mini little white things. Yeah. yeah. And I brushed my teeth like 500 times, literally, <laughs> before I went in. I thought you had to have perfect breath. And then I went in and we were like holding hands and we were both like so young and like nervous and clammy. It was like the sweatiest hand holding experience of my life. Oh my God. And then we like kissed and I was just like, I remember being so freaking sappy that I remember exactly what movie we watched. It was Yes Man with Jim Carrey. Yeah. It was that movie. We're at the back row, um, like three in from the middle. Like I literally remember everything. I have the movie ticket like plastered into a <laughs> oh, journal of mine. I used to be like that. I used to save every little thing, like yeah. receipts, like little notes that they'd write, like I remember my first heartbreak, like, oh, no you know, way. like, through, like, school, you, like, send each other notes, yeah. like, pass them across the table. Um, I still have, like, notes from, like, this guy I had a massive crush on in school, but, like, we were, like, dating, like, yeah, um, and I really liked him, and he was like, do you want to be my girlfriend? I was like, yeah, and then he, like, broke up with me, like, the next day, you know, like, oh, such a long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, over note. He sent me a note being like, I think we should just be friends. Oh, I was no. like, Do you still have that note? I still have that note. Shut up. <laughs> Somewhere in this house. That is so Somewhere, funny. But I still have it. What an ass. <laughs> I cried over oh. it. I went to my back to my dorm, and I probably cried over it for about a week. Honestly, it was the most bizarre bizarre thing was it awkward seeing him again in school i think i burst into tears every time i saw him after that oh for like a good while like i really liked this boy i know so sad that's so sad <laughs> so sad. who are you i know but like i said i wear my heart on my sleeve like this go nothing. girl you're right you're so right i love that i really really do i was like nine so I think I'm alright. <laughs> I got like weirdly obsessed with the guys that I used to like. Like that guy I had my first kiss with. Obsessed with him for like five years after that. Mm. Like weird. Yeah. Really weird. But isn't it crazy like these people that used to have like, crushes on in school, you look back on you're like, Whoa. What the hell? <laughs> oh yeah, I this guy is like smoking weed every day like dropped out of university like the like, opposite the, the exact thing that I'm so turned off of <laughs> like, yeah literally oh my god he actually and I was obsessed with him for so long his name was Andrew it's so funny how those things work out I know and he actually like followed me on Instagram a few months ago I remember and I like a little part of me was like you're too late hun yeah <laughs> fuck you like <laughs> for so long I liked you and then I was kind of like yeah I'm yeah. not gonna follow you back <laughs> it's funny that yeah, because I have, like, a couple friends. I'm, like, I'm still friends with them, but, like, I do feel like if I said, hey, let's hook up, they'd be like, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just, like, just, like I can't look at them like that now. Yeah, no way. No it's way. It's too weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Do you usually, like, wait a while to sleep with, like, a potential boyfriend? Yes. How long do you wait? Um, usually... <laughs> I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Some things, sometimes some things slide. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you like someone, fuck it, go for it. Like do your thing, girl. Um, 
but I if if I'm if I've just met someone like thing is you'll never meet a boyfriend in a club will you you might I have friends that I met in clubs no I've never I just you haven't but my friend Astrid met her boyfriend at a club through friends and they were like obsessed with each other that's good but you can't meet a guy at a club and like what do you think like Like, sleep with them and then be with them or like no like I've never been the kind of girl to like just meet someone and go home with them like okay maybe yeah a couple times I've done that in my life but like I've never really been that kind of girl good um but like I really have to get to know someone I have to know their personality before I fancy them before you're like turned on by them yeah good like yeah you can look at someone and be super attracted to them like you know, girls have that all the time where you see a guy and you're like, mm-hmm, he's a bit of me. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's not until I know their personality that it's, like, okay, this is... So how many dates does it usually take? I don't... I don't know if it's... I don't know... I don't know if it's, like, how many dates. I think it's how well the dates go. Like, if you genuinely have a connection with someone, it's really difficult for me to, like meet someone and have that deep connection with because yeah I don't I'm quite picky (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like super picky with with guys yeah um super super picky and like if I if there's like one thing that's saying like no don't do this then it's like "Mm -mm." you're not attracted yeah but it will take me a while for me to like sleep with them for sure and I think generally like that tension is really sexy. I like waiting. I love waiting. Because it just, like, that tension is such a build-up. And then, like, when you decide to sleep with them, mm-hmm. they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wearing matching underwear and bra. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know it's going down. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. So funny. Mm-hmm. Frankie just texted me. Literally haven't spoken to her in so long. Frankie... Yeah. Yeah. She was just like, just listening to your pad- podcast on fasting. So interesting. I can't decide whether to do it or not. Haha. <laughs> Tell me more. Do you ever intermittent fast? I haven't tried it. What is it? Tell okay. Me more. So basically I recorded a podcast with my friend Max and he has written a book on it. Like he is, has a meal plan all around it. Basically right. it means that you just like have a shorter window of time every day that you eat mm-hmm. and you give your digestion a break from grazing on food for the other time, the other like chunk of hours. So essentially I do usually a 16, eight fast. So I don't eat for 16 hours, mm-hmm. but like that's including sleep. So I won't eat from, let's just say, um, like 7 PM. And then the next day I'll eat around like noon ish. I do like a 14 to 17, 18 hour fast yeah. every day. Um, so what are like the benefits? The benefits are crazy. First of all, right. it, um, it, uh, it promotes autophagy, which is your cells regenerating themselves, mm-hmm. which prevents aging and it helps healthy cell growth. Um, you know, it can prevent diseases like Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and neurological disorders. Um, you know, it really helps with inflammation and yeah. your body. We're not supposed to be grazing all day, every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like naturally our bodies are equipped to have small periods of time mm-hmm. without food. And even once a month, I'll do like a 24 hour fast sometimes yeah. and I feel great. So yeah, it's really interesting. You should listen to it. It's yeah. more for like the health benefits. Like my mom does it, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, it does help 
if you do like want to lose weight or feel more energized, but like at the same time, I'm eating the same amount of calories mm-hmm. as I would if I ate breakfast. It's just like the window of time. But yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like we have gone through every single topic today. <laughs> We've been podcasting for an hour and 13 minutes. <laughs> and I've already decided about 20 minutes ago that I'm going to cut this into two episodes. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen. Okay. If you're listening to this right now, it's because you're listening to part two of Mimi and Ella chat. Okay. Yeah. So you did well, babe. <laughs> Not going to lie. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm very chatty. I'm like, my brain kind of just goes like, Well, it's with anything. Like, I think when, if I haven't really had deep conversations in a while and then I go to a party and I'm having one with somebody, I feel like my brain needs to, like, lubricate a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel like at the beginning it's a bit dry and off. And then by the end of it now, our conversation's been flowing great. But that's the beauty of podcasting. I feel like since we kind of were already friends to begin with, like, I love having doing podcast interviews and just girl chats with people that I already know because it's like you talk about things you wouldn't really talk about if you weren't recording so it's like you kind of delve in deeper to each other's brains and it's just so fun and interesting I think totally totally all right guys thank you so much for listening make sure to follow Ella on Instagram it's just Ella Ross right Ella Rosalina oh Ella Rosalina um (laughs) Anyway, look in the description. You'll find it. She's such a sweetie, and you should definitely follow her. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Yay! Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs)